everybody, welcome to the About That Life podcast. I'm Will Ramirez. And I'm Octavia Ramirez. Finally back from your week adventure in beautiful British Columbia. Beautiful BC. How was that? It's really good. Yeah? Yeah. What'd you get up to other than the obligatory work? <laughs> yeah, I was away on a work trip to Kelowna, BC. I don't understand why they do these work trips like somewhere that's like beautiful and like off-site or whatever if you don't even get any free time anyway. Yeah, yeah, we didn't have much free time. We were kind of like you're stuck in like a boardroom the whole day, conference room. Yeah, so yeah, so just some background. I was away for like four whole days. Yep. Um, Yeah, longest we've been apart. Yeah, since we got married. Yeah, and you were having a hard time with that. (laughs) Uh, It was. It was. Yeah. But yeah, Kelowna was beautiful. It's like known as like wine country, I guess. The Okanagan Valley. The Canadian Napa. Yeah, exactly. And you know what though? It looks so much like, um, like not Napa. I can't really compare it to Napa because I've never been there, Mm. but it looks like Tuscany. Oh, really? Yeah. Like minus like some particular, like the shrubs. Yeah. Like the (laughs) The, olive groves. Yeah, minus that. And then you know how in Italy they have like those long bushes, those tall, skinny bush things? Yeah, yeah. Um, So minus that, but like some of the evergreen trees that were slightly skinnier kind of look like that. Mm -hmm. But, and then the hills, and it's very dry. Mm -hmm. Like everything is very brown right now. I think it had a a drought generally out west. Yeah, so it was very dry. And uh, yeah, so where they had the actual vineyards, Mm -hmm. it looked like... Tuscany. Cool. Especially, yeah, because, I mean, I was there. We went on a few wine tours, and that was around sunset. You don't even like wine. I don't like wine. You're <laughs> right. Like, it's not like it's not like having a glass of chocolate milk, <laughs> which is, like, delicious, <laughs> you're, right? You're a chocolate milk connoisseur. <laughs> a sommelier. <laughs> exactly. So, like, it was, it's not like that. It's bitter. It's, you know, but then, you know, because I'm a grown-up now, so I feel like I need to force myself to like things mm-hmm. that I may not like and then just hope that one day I'll like them. I guess how I am with coffee. Mm-hmm. Like, I hated coffee, and then now I like it. So I'm still not, like, on the coffee bandwagon, so <laughs> to speak. It's been, yeah. Um, but, yeah. like, the way people talk about wine, like, Oh, I gotta pick up another bottle of wine. Hey, hey, hey. Like, they just make it so, like, as if it's, like, chocolate. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's hey, just relax. Like, well, like chocolate, they just like the whatever, however it makes them feel, right? I, yeah. You know, I doubt anybody, or not anybody, but very few people actually, like, know their wines and can, like, pick out the breed of grape or whatever. Well, it was just so funny, because so we go on this wine tour. It was one of our, like, quote, fun activities. <laughs> and so that was, like, basically from 2 p.m. all the way through to, like, after dinner. Yeah. And we had dinner at one of the wineries. And um, so the first stop we make on this tour bus thing, it's, like, a small family-owned winery. winery, which sells really only, like, 4,000 cases a year or something like that, which is not a lot, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so... They, didn't, they kind of go, oh, and this is our next wine. It's called the Tapestry. It's got hints of cherry and... and they always say the Like, same they thing. tell you what's, like, in it, quote. Yeah. But then, like, so here's a bunch of, like, corporate bankers, yeah, okay, yeah. that I work with. And, like, every, no one really knows anything. No. You know? So, 
here we are. Everyone's just trying to sniff it. But, hmm, smells kind of sweet. Oh, I kind of get a hint of vanilla. Like, whatever. And she's like, you are all full of shit. Yeah. Like, none of you know what you're actually looking for. That's right. And they'll kind of, like, sip it. And all the ladies are like, mm, yeah. Mm, mm. It's just like, okay. Everyone here is full of shit. No like, one, none mm. of you can distinguish the difference. All the reds taste the same. All the whites taste like, the same. Like, I think I'm getting to the point where they don't all just taste the same, but I'm like, there's things that I like. There's wines that I like and there's wines that I don't. I think I'm, I'm starting to develop mm-hmm. a taste for, like, I like this. I like, I, like mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah. But it's not like, mm, every You read every wine label and it's like, oh, it's got notes of oak and cherry. <laughs> yeah. And uh, little hints of, it's like, does it have cherry in it or not? Because I always thought wine was just. Grapes. Grapes. Yeah, exactly. Right? So it's like, okay, I can, I can understand the oak if it's, like, maybe put in, like, a barrel. Yeah. But, like, you know, how does it have notes of cherry if it's just been, if it's just fermented grapes in a barrel? Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, so anyway, whatever. But like, it was just funny to like, and you know, and I make no pretense. Like I do not know anything about wine mm-hmm. other than your basic. And actually I was hoping that they would have, you know, walked us through more of what, how to make wine, like what goes into it. Right. Now you got to find your local uh, Nona for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wish they had kind of walked us through. We didn't actually get to go into any of the cellars or anything like that. Oh, so it wasn't like an extended, like, they they kind of walked us through. It probably just, it's, it pro- the cellars probably don't look like what, you, what you're what you Exactly, imagining. what you think or what you hope. It probably is like literally like a rundown basement. Yeah, it, you're probably thinking this like beautiful like cave like thing with like candles and torches. Yeah. And, and like barrels everywhere. Exactly. So... We but, didn't get to do any of that, but I mean, other other than that, it was I, it was my first time going on a wine tour. First time in BC. First time in BC, and like, yeah, I was actually really surprised at how pretty it was. Yeah, BC is beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like where the Rockies are, so you're yeah. not getting you're getting kind of like hills. Yeah. And then you know, there's a few lakes and things like that, but it was really nice, and because it's really kind of dried out, it looked like Nap, um, like Florence, like oh, Tuscany. Right. Yeah. And the weather was beautiful. So, yeah, it was really overall, minus the work part, like the day, entire day of like seminars and talks and all of that, yeah. the the wine tasting parts were pretty entertaining. So. And you had a little royal touch to your... Yes. I saw an Instagram video of some <laughs> dark SUVs rolling by. I know. Apparently and... there was some royalty in <laughs> Actually, yes. Yeah. So, Prince William and Kate... The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge were in town while I was there. We we're in Kelowna. Wow. Yeah, it was like they also. So actually, it turns out that the winery that we were supposed to kind of end our tour on and have dinner there and do the whole shebang was Mission Hill Family Estate Winery or yeah. whatever. Um, and so when our office manager was in the process of booking this whole trip for the group, um, she was like, oh, okay. They said, sorry, no one can come to Mission Hill that day. That's like a normal person. Yeah. And she was like, oh, okay. So she ended up booking another place that's like the second after Mission Hill. Oh, man. Yeah. And so she is a huge royals freak. Like she's Roy- calls herself royally obsessed. And she looked into it and was like, oh, my gosh. She was freaking out when she kind of looked into it further beforehand. Yeah. And found out that turns out that the Duke and Duchess were going to be going to that same winery. Ah. Not the same one that we ended up at, but the one that we were not. The one that she wanted we, to go to. Exactly. So she can say she has royal tastes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, 
So the guy that was taking us on this tour, he happened to kind of know that they would be passing by this this road. Mm-hmm. And so he pulled us over <laughs> and was like, okay, guys, like this is where we're going to be coming out. And, and we saw some like cops on the motorcycles like ahead of time. So we knew. And there was already people waiting along the side of the road. And yeah, lo and behold, they're, what's it called? Like when a bunch of us motorcade. motorcade came by. So this is what happened. My Instagram video did not, it was, first of all, a terrible capture, but, oh, jeez. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Our house is making, like, random noises right now. <laughs> um, so I'm holding my phone, but I was very cognizant of the fact that I do not want to be staring into my phone while they're coming by. Yeah. So I'm just like, whatever I capture, <laughs> great. But I wanted to see them with my own eyes. Right. So I'm holding my phone, it's just... And I'm not really looking at what I'm actually capturing. As soon as I had, like, my perspective right, I was like, okay, now I looked up from my phone. So the first car goes by, the second SUV goes by, the third car, windows were down. I'm on the side of the road that's, like, the incoming, or the side of the road where the traffic is flowing. The one that we in North America ride on. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I'm on that side, and the window's down. And Prince William is in the back seat, and I saw his face. Wow. Like, I saw him. His window was down, and I was like, like, I'm right on that on the edge of the road. And it was like, I was two feet away. Wow. And in those two seconds that he drove by and, like, smiled and waved. But then I'm like, I wanted to try to see Kate. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. She's like, she's got to be with him. Right? Yeah. So my some uh, there was a cluster of my coworkers on the other side of the road, and uh, yeah, so they got Kate because wow. she was on the other. She also had her window down. You got gypped. You only got to see the natural royal, and then <laughs> not the king. not the married in. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, so I saw <laughs> Prince William. I was two feet away from him on the side of the road, like a peasant. Please, <laughs> like some more. But it was just like so crazy because I've been to. To London, England. I, you know, went to Buckingham Palace and there were no... Like, apparently the royals were home. Yeah. Um, at least the queen was home, so that's why they weren't allowing anyone in. But it's just so funny to think, like, I go to their house and they, I don't see them. But here I am on a random work trip. <laughs> in Kelowna. And- uh, for a job that I've been at for a week. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm in Kelowna, some random city in Canada... And uh, here I am on the side of the road, and I have a brush with royalty. Wow. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here at home alternating between Netflix, FIFA, and Madden on the PS4. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. I did miss you, but... Aww. There was was times... I missed you... It's funny. I missed you most when I was at work. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Why? Because that's when we usually, like, talk. Not like that talk like terrible. We like we'll like we'll stay in touch throughout the day, right? Yeah. But then like obviously the hours are offset. Yeah. Plus you're in like a work thing, and they I think they took your phones away. Yeah, they made us. They would every morning before our session started, they would confiscate our phones. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> They're like, we want you guys to be fully engaged, and then during our breaks. People would rush to the phone station. It's like everyone's just thinking and like jonesing for that next hit of like Facebook. And yeah, like, exactly. Like my Instagram story. <laughs> like, well, the thing is, I, I work on the, with the sales team, so a lot of them had deals that were like ongoing, like currently in the process. Yeah. So a lot of them are like waiting to hear back on deals and things. Meanwhile, I'm over here like 
Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so mine was not that important, but I could see why they were rushing to their phones and probably also to check their Facebook. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was just, yeah, because then when I got home, like, first of all, like, Sunday, Monday night, I just, like, I went out with some friends and just went to watch sports or and or play sports on the, each day. Um, but then it was like, all right, well, I can't do that every day because mm-hmm. I'm not that athletic anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Your body's like breaking yeah, down. Yeah, my body is just like, no, nah, don't do it, dude. You can't. Yeah. Don't even try. Um, yeah. So, and then, and then the rest of the time was just like here, mm-hmm. right? Just like useless. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> all right, you know, like I didn't want to cook because I didn't want to like keep making a mess in the kitchen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah. I'd like order a pizza. Oh my on the god! One. I only ordered pizza once, which is pretty good. I okay. did. I did cook last night. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was, that was it. I watched, what was that movie? Legend with, mm-hmm. with Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching this movie and like, I thought I'm like, all right, this is a good, it's a good gangster movie. British guy. Yeah. British gangster movie. These twins are psychotic, killing people and stuff. I'm like, yeah, good manly movie. Yeah. Then the whole time I'm just distracted by how ridiculously handsome Tom Hardy is. <laughs> I'm like, what? Who? Like, I had never watched a movie where he's in his face. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd only ever seen him in (laughs) Batman, where he's the burn. Why does he talk like that? I don't know. That was, it was, I don't know. Who cares? Okay. But anyway, that's, that's the only other thing I'd ever seen him in. And I'm just looking at him and he's like, it's set in the sixties. Oh my gosh. He's wearing like a proper suit. And he's like, he alternates between suit and tuxedo throughout the whole movie. Wow, I gotta watch this movie. Yeah, the whole time I'm thinking, this guy's handsome. It's in England, London, oh in the 60s. Oh my gosh. And you wouldn't want to watch it with me. <laughs> I know, because I figured it was a dude movie. But, I mean, yeah, I, I fully told you. I was like, oh yeah, okay, just favorite that for while I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, what exactly, and like, you had told me this, but like, what, what about Tom Hardy... Because I know what I think is handsome about him, but what do you thought think was handsome? Like, what made him handsome? Did, I'm looking at this guy, and like you know, he looks like a he, he looks like a man. Okay. And I'm like, because like all the other like, there's a lot of like pretty yeah. guys in Hollywood. Yeah. That are, there's just look at them. who would you say is like a pretty guy? Like Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah. Justin Timberlake isn't a grown ass man. He still has that cute boyish charm. Yeah. Which now, as an older woman, oh, <laughs> as a woman now, I just, I don't find as appealing. Like, I don't, I look at him and I go, oh, he's attractive. But I don't look at Justin Timberlake and go, hot damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only look at you and think. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and this is, this has only ever happened to me one time before. Yeah. It was during watching The Talented Mr. Ripley. I know. <laughs> We're watching that together. Like, damn, Jude Law is... A handsome dude. And that, when I saw that movie, I had already, like, met July in, in, in person. Oh, right? you had? At, like, TIFF, right? Oh, no way. And, like... Was he raggedy in person? No, no. He was still very, like, handsome. But, like, I was yeah. watching... Because this was even, like, younger. He was Jude. younger, yeah. And I'm like, damn, July is, like, a handsome... Handsome-ass dude. dude. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, am I, am I gay? No, I'm absolutely not gay. But it's like when women look at someone and go, oh, my God, she's so pretty. Yeah, but or guys don't do that generally. But it, but they're thinking it, and you're at least man <laughs> enough to be like, yeah, wow, what a handsome man! Mm-hmm. Like you can appreciate. So okay, going back to Tom Hardy, what was it particularly about him that you were like, oh shoot, this guy's handsome? 
Well, I don't know. Like, he had this, like, perfect hair going on. 60s. Yeah, and, like... Uh, and it's obviously when he's playing the handsome character, because he also plays... He plays two characters. Okay. Because they're twin brothers. Yeah. And the other one's, you know, slightly uglier, which he's also a phenomenal actor, too. Okay. Um, yeah, so when he's playing, like, the brother who's not complete psychopath... Um, He's like, yeah, he's put together. He's charming. He's mm-hmm. got the, even with that like ghetto British accent, mm, that, Cockney accent. I don't know. I don't know which one it is. Okay. They, were, they were talking about like East London. That's sort of where they're. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, yeah, and he's got like a nice jawline. But he's like, he's got like a there's a presence to him, and it's yeah. not, I don't know. Like I, I'm sure there's like more symmetrical looking dudes or yeah, because he's not exactly symmetrical. Yeah. Like in his face. He's and got that like his teeth are kind of busted too. Well he's British. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that signature look. It's right. The London look. Yeah. Um but but there's just there is like a presence about him. Yeah. That I'm just like oh at least in this film. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I guess I should watch The Revenant the next time you leave. I didn't get He's to in The Revenant? Yeah. <gasps> Okay, maybe we should watch Now it. we can watch The Revenant. <laughs> okay. I've been trying to get you to watch it for <laughs> six months now. No, almost a year. So basically, you pointed out the features that are internationally known as like a handsome man feature. Mm-hmm. So like a pronounced, not necessarily a pronounced jaw, but like a cut jaw. Yeah. And like... I used to have one of those. You still do. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like a, like a very, like a pronounced cut jaw. Um... And I think the fact that he doesn't necessarily have a symmetrical, perfectly symmetrical face yeah. actually adds to the charm. Maybe I'm just like a, attracted kind of, to these British hunks. <laughs> True. I mean, there's David some... Beckham. <gasps> oh my gosh! This I, is got, a I got a British thing. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I mean, there's a reason girls love that. They love those British guys. Yeah. So, but anyways, I agree with you. He is very handsome. Very, very handsome man. Yeah, I was just watching the movie. I'm like, damn, this guy is. This Were you thinking goals? <laughs> kind of. I, well, I was trying to figure. I still can't figure out how these '60s guys did their hair. Yeah. Because like, it's always like if you watch a '60s movie, mm-hmm. they have their hair perfectly slicked and like the perfect coif or whatever. Like, yeah. You know, it's it's nicely done. It's like, but as soon as they get into like a fight or a scuffle, it's like really long. But oh. when, but like like it's long at the top. But then when I have long hair at the top, like I can't it get falls it falls over because your hair is so thick. Yeah, my hair is so thick that it, it like either goes like it either just adds height to me, which yeah. isn't necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not the most vertically. <laughs> You're vertically challenged. I'm not challenged. I'm just not the most vertically Vert- endowed. There. You go. <laughs> ah, good with the words there. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, there was the hair thing, and the, but yeah, I just, I, I'm always trying to figure it out. But it's you'll not, get that '60s vibe one day. It's not as important. I know you like aspire to it. Yeah, the '60s. <laughs> you well, should ask well, my grandfather. I should. Yeah, because he well he kind of went for the crew cut. He just never went out of his army days. <laughs> yeah, it was like crew cut. That's like the Ron Ron Swanson. Like there's two cuts, <laughs> high and tight, and a crew cut. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the only two haircuts a man are allowed to do. Exactly. Yeah, so that was my week. Just yeah. a week of being an introvert, which was great. I know. It's so funny. Without just the f- pressures and frustrations of having an extrovert in the house. <laughs> I know. I really do just, like, exhaust you. Yeah. And I kept saying before I was leaving, like, anytime we'd get into an argument or a bicker about something, like, well, <laughs> don't worry, I'm leaving soon anyway, and then you'll have your time to be alone. And <laughs> I was just so annoyed that you were just... 
not wanting to do something or talk. And then, yeah, now you had your four days of introvert time. And so now I'm expected to just be on, on Johnny on the spot for the next exactly. for the next year until you go get away again. Yeah, for the next sales rally. <laughs> so um, how how did you enjoy your introvert time? Like, okay, here's the here's the thing, right, with, with the whole introvert extrovert thing. I feel like when people, like, there's a whole connotation about being an introvert, right? Mm-hmm. People think that it's just like, you just want to constantly just be sitting at home in your pajamas watching Netflix. And as awesome as that is. Yeah. I agree. That's pretty sweet. Even myself as an extrovert would love doing that. Right. As awesome as that is, like, I do enjoy talking to people. I do, I'm very social at work. I, you know, I talk mm-hmm. to a lot of people, um, and I, I, I do like talking to people, but that's not generally... Like, at the end of the day, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But is that also just because it's the end of the day? No. Because if even if it's like a Saturday when I sleep all day, but we're going to some social function in the evening. Yeah. At the end of that, it's just like, all right, I'm ready to go. And then even sometimes before, like, before a social function, I'll just stand at the door of the thing that I'm about to go into with, like, hundreds of people and just be like, oh, my God, is it too late to just go back home? Yeah. Like, that's happened to me several times, where I'm just, like, standing at the door, I'm like, all right, inside is a whole social thing. Yeah, but, but you, I've known you to also go to functions where you're not necessarily even friends or slash and or family with anyone. So it's like, why do you even put yourself in those positions then? Because, like, isn't your introvert self, like, freaking out? Because it's not only A, a lot of people, it's B, a lot of people you don't know. And see, like, you're well, an introvert. <laughs> okay, well, there's, a, there's an article in the New York Times that you sent me. It was this KJ Delantonia in the New York Times asking, am I introverted or just rude? And, yeah. And, okay, people are generally selfish. Let's just agree on that. Um, not in, selfish in a way that's, like, that's so um, out there, like, that's so overt. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, you know, I just realized that overt is the French word for exit or outside. Or open, maybe? I don't think so. Something like that. I think I I have to double check, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I know it's one of those words. Okay. I I just pictured the word. Yeah. Yeah. I just pictured it in my head. Anyway, so, like, people are, yeah, people are generally, I think, pretty selfish, right? But then there's a whole, like, if you're an extrovert, you're seen as, like, this, like, social butterfly that's just fluttering about, enjoying life, and making (laughs) people enjoy their life. Yeah. But if you're an, ex- an introvert in that same setting, then you're suddenly, like, either rude or you're, like, you know, lone gunman. Gonna... <laughs> it's like the shooter was wearing, that's what I saw him. He was at the party, he didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> he stood there in the corner, exactly. holding up the wall with his drink. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? That's, that's what people think when there's someone quiet. Yeah, like crazy person. Crazy person. And that's because... All the people who are saying that are extroverts, and the introverts are just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Just let me, just leave me alone, okay? <laughs> but like, oh, you, you guys are so funny. But like, extroverts, extroverts are just as guilty as being selfish because they use people like batteries. They're everybody. They're so energized by having people around and being in social. Like, yeah, woo, 
let's talk, let's hang out. Have you felt that way towards me? Like, mm-hmm. or that I've treated you in that way? Yeah. Be- okay, yeah. give me an example. I can't, like, it's not like one specific example, but sometimes we're... You when- can't think of one specific example in nine years together? No, I, when I'm just, like... Because it never happened. What I'm saying is that there's times when I'm just, like, I just want to chill here for a minute. Or, like, you're like, let's go to bed. And for me, going to bed means, all right, it's bedtime. <laughs> but for you, going to bed is just the next step of, like, the social the social communication that needs to happen. Well, because when we're sitting on the couch... Okay, so just for our listeners, our couch is directly facing the television. Yeah. And when Will, my loving husband, is on the couch, the TV is on. So for me... Always. No, because you like to sit on the couch until you're sleep, like, ready to sleep. Uh-huh. So it's just like, okay... Uh, so sit with me and watch TV. Like your idea of quality time of connecting is me sitting next to you on the couch quietly while you quietly. Yes. While we, while you watch the show you're watching Narcos <laughs> and I don't know what's going on. So I'm like, who's that guy? Why is he killing that guy? Because you, what did she do? You should have jumped in from season one. No, but that's your idea of quality time for me. The time for us to connect is like, no TV. And isn't this the precise precise reason you were adamant no TV in the bedroom? Yes. Because you're like, because I just want to go and sleep. Exactly. The bedroom is, is, a, is a sanctuary. <laughs> Are you going to sanctuary from me? So that is annoying. Like, <laughs> I want to go and, like, talk to you in the bed. But you are like, okay, well... Good night. <laughs> so. Yeah, because sometimes, like, look, we live together. We're here. We're married. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just need to, like, like, okay, I'll give you a perfect example. Even, what, 30 minutes ago. Yeah. When you're like, okay, here, read this article. Yeah. And I'm, like, reading the article in the room while you were doing something else. Yeah. I'm reading the article. I'm like, okay, I'm taking it in. As soon as you came back into the room, <laughs> so I was still reading the article, but I don't remember anything that the article said beyond that point. Why? I don't know. I'm just like, oh, and Why? I, because I entered the room? No. And then I became conscious of that. And I'm like, okay, wait, what's happening right now? Because she came in the room and like suddenly it was like, I'm like, okay, um, yeah, what? Like, I don't know what... So you, you got distracted, is yeah. all you're saying. So that has nothing to do with the fact that I'm extroverted. No, but it has, it has something to do with the fact that I'm introverted. Okay, in that you are easily distracted? Yeah, maybe I'm just... <laughs> oh, look, something shiny. This is why I don't get you people. Wouldn't you say you... Like, everybody, I think, is, like, on a spectrum of both introvert and extrovert. So no person, I think, is, like, one or the other. Okay, so, like, perfect example. If you go to a party, and I have other introverted friends. Uh-huh. Very introverted. Yeah. And so, we'll go to a party, and they just, like, are so excited to go back home. Yeah. And, like, be alone. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Which is fine. Whatever. You're tired. Like, I'm excited to go home after a party because I'm physically tired. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, it's been a long day. But I'm not, like, oh, yes, like, so excited to be alone. <laughs> No, but I know my introverted friends, yourself included, are like. It always just feels like for them to even go and spend time with people. For me, I feel like they're just tr- doing me a favor. So like, I just feel like I'm a constant bother to your life. 
So if I even say, hey, how's it going? It's like, oh, well, I was reading a book, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like, hey, do you want to hang out? Well, I was just planning on being home in my pajamas. So then I kind of just feel like, oh, okay, sorry. I guess I'm interrupting what you would prefer to be doing, which is not be around me. I think, see, that's a fundamental, like, I, you just need to respect that, like, people are different, right? And some people, like, there's, they can make time for you. And I get, and I get that as an introvert as well, you have to be, you have to kind of be open and not just be like, ah, hi, how are you? Nice to see you. But I'll give you an example. Okay. I told you I ran into someone on the subway. Like, this is like a friend of mine's wife. Oh yeah. Subway. Yeah. And when I'm on the subway, I'm not happy to see anyone. Okay. Right? If I see someone I, I know or kind of know, mm-hmm. I will, you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to say hello. Mm-hmm. Right? I was just kind of like leaning and like, like just leaning and trying to like close my eyes on the subway because mm-hmm. there was no seats today. Um, and then she tapped me on the hand or whatever. And I was like, oh, hey, yeah, great. That, like the small talk lasted for about three minutes okay but there's still like 10 more stops to go oh no and i'm just like <laughs> like and like she's like oh yeah i don't oh you don't have to like she just said hi it's like oh yeah don't you can just go back to listening to music but then i feel like an idiot like i feel like you want to be like great thanks See yeah ya. yeah exactly <laughs> i'm like no i'm cool i want to talk to you because you know we know each other and you know that's what people who know each other should do when they <laughs> <laughs> serendipitously ran, run into each other on the okay, subway. Okay, and so did that exhaust you beyond measure? Not, uh, look, not beyond measure, mm-hmm. right? I'm not, like, the point where I'm just like, ah, get me out of here. It was just like, great, now we're standing here. We haven't, <laughs> like, we've now discussed that both our mutual connection, contacts, our mutual friends and family are fine. <laughs> great. Now what? Oh, your daughter. She's very cute. Okay. How old is she? <laughs> like, there isn't, like, <laughs> this isn't going to go into, like, a, oh, yeah, great. Oh, man. That, I'm not going to come home. There, under no circumstances is that conversation going to lead to me coming home to you being, like, I had the most interesting conversation uh, with the person you'll never guess who I ran into on the subway. Well, you did tell me. You're like, oh, guess who I ran into the subway. Yeah, but that was it. It was just like, oh, yeah, I ran into her on the subway. And, like, I hate running into people on the subway. Like, <laughs> I the, also hate running into people on the subway, and I'm an extreme extrovert. Yeah, okay. So then the article in the New York Times, it was saying that, like, most people also do not like to be disturbed on the subway and want to yeah. be alone. But when they do have an encounter with someone, it's usually, they'll usually go back and tell of a pleasant encounter with someone. Yeah. Right? I don't have that experience. I, like... Like, when I run into someone in the subway, if they're friends, like, oh, yeah, hey, great. Like, I'm genuinely, I'm not going to say I'm happy to see you. Like, I, it's nice to see you. Yes. That, you know, oh, I haven't seen you in a while. That's good that you're still okay. <laughs> right? I As just, in that you're still alive. I just wish it wasn't in this context. <laughs> so what would the con- your preferred context be? Where I know I'm going to run into someone <laughs> oh, so is and it the- prepare in advance <laughs> for that. So prepare, well, prepare an exit strategy in advance. What exactly are you preparing? The problem with the subway is that you're bottled in there, right? It turn, yeah. it either turns into like an, a really awkward moment yeah. for like a long time. And you got, you're like, 
Oh, how far are you going? Oh, Scarborough. Oh, crap. <laughs> so I'm getting off first. So this is it. So just get <laughs> this off. Is, this is, I thought about that. Just, but that's the stop. <laughs> just like jump on the train. It's, like, it's got to be like a cartoon. It's like, oh, okay, got to go jump off the plane or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just to avoid the social awkwardness. Yeah. But so, okay, so you say that you stand in front of the door before social functions. Yeah. And contemplate no, not why, every, whether not or every, not you want to go. Not every social function. Okay, so not the morning soccer games with your guy friends. We're, no. Number I, one, you guys barely talk anyway. Because when I ask... Hey, we have, no, we have very meaningful conversations. On Saturday mornings, he goes to play or watch soccer with some other guy. Oh, yeah. No, not when you watch soccer. What are you going to talk about? You talk about soccer. <laughs> no, and then when you come home that afternoon or whatever, I was like, oh, how's so-and-so and so-and-so? You're like, good. Oh, how's his, like, situation going along? I don't know. I'm like, you literally did well, not. I just spent a bunch of time talking to these people. I don't want to. I don't want to have to spend hours with these people. I don't want to have to come home and repeat it verbatim. <laughs> this is why I'm such a great secret teller. That's per- true. Person it's to just tell because he's too lazy to tell me. So if you're <laughs> people, if you're telling Will Ramirez a secret, trust me, it's not getting to me because I'll ask him. Like, straight up. Like, even when you had friends that were dating people and about to get it, like, thinking about proposing yeah. or whatever, I'd be like, oh, how's the, how's his, real, like, girlfriend or whatever? You're like, good. And then you'd be like, oh, yeah, he said that he's going to probably propose soon. I'm like, oh, my gosh, when, how, what? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> you literally, <laughs> like, I was like, and I just say, you didn't ask any follow-up questions? No. like, no. <laughs> you just let it end there. Just, oh, cool. I was like, oh, that's great. Congratulations. Silence. Yeah. And it's like, ah, and then retreat to beautiful, beautiful silence. You love silence, though. But then here's the problem, is when I just feel like being quiet, like I just, you know, I'm just not in the mood, I'm just tired, maybe not feeling well. That's the only reason I would be silent. (laughs) Yeah. Something is taking you down. (laughs) Your immune system is breaking down. Exactly. Then you're like constantly like, what's wrong, babe? See? What's but wrong? It's for that what's reason. Wrong? You just said. Why aren't you saying anything? But you just said. And just it's like, because for something me is to wrong. be quiet, there has to be something wrong. Okay, so there's nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. And you just want to be quiet. Yeah, like sometimes I just want to sit and not talk about anything. Yeah, but see, that's so weird. That's so weird. That's to so me. weird to you. No, no. Absolutely. No, no, In the same way that it's weird to me. It's weird to me because of the way you are. Like, I perfectly understand wanting to just sit quietly. Right? I completely understand. I don't understand you wanting to sit quietly. So it just freaks you out. Like, yeah, oh just my like, god, oh. did I do something wrong? I'm like, oh. this is like replaying the last, like, six months in my head. I mean, trying to figure out where I went wrong. <laughs> I don't know. And So, in another example is this. We'll be on the subway. It's always on the subway. Yeah. And, like... You know, I'll see an ad that I really like the design on that subway mm-hmm. ad. And I'll say, oh, look at the Van Hood coffee. They changed their branding. <laughs> to which you reply, nod your head. Yeah. And then I say, oh, I really like how it's like kind of black. It's got the gold I around it. I don't have it, an opinion on and it. And just further nodding your head. And then, like, it just, and then I'm like, well, I guess I'll just continue to speaking to this wall. Like, you just don't even respond. Like, okay, yes, it's very nice. No, you don't even say that. I know, but, like, that's what the nod means. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like literally, like you don't go. Yeah, that's true. I also like the gold against the black. See, what you have to understand is that <laughs> that's each, called conversation. I know, but it doesn't have to happen every single moment. <laughs> yes, it does. So, like, how do you think I feel when I'm like, oh, look at that new branding? I really like the color scheme of it. And then you just nod. And then I'm like, okay, well, that's the end of that conversation. Like, I literally can say something into the universe. And conclude my own conversation because you don't say a word. You should be mindful of the fact that, like, as an introvert, every word I say, it, like, expends exponentially more energy than all the words you say, right? Okay. So, I have to conserve that energy. So, when I speak, it has to be something of value that's worth saying, <laughs> So Half not, the time you're saying nonsense. So like I Simpsons just, references. That's value. That's value. That's gold. <laughs> okay, and you know you're not like I said. For some, I guess because I'm so extroverted, most of my friends are introverted. So maybe yeah, you're, you have no competition. So you surround yourself with a bunch of introverts so that you don't have to like. They can just say everything you want, and they're just. Perfectly happy to let you keep talking. Yeah, but like I said earlier, like, it's on the flip side, too. Like, I always just feel like, hey, guys, let's hang out. Like, when I say that, I'm, like, putting myself out there for, like, rejection by them. Because, like, well, my friend, you know, introvert A, would much rather just sit and read a book all afternoon on a Saturday. And what's wrong with that? And then introvert B, also in my group would just rather spend the next five hours watching Netflix. And, like, that's what they want to do. So for me to come in and be like, hey, let's, like, hang out, then it's like... So I just... It's this constant thing of, like, me feeling like, okay, my introvert friends and family members are just constantly bothered by my presence because, (laughs) like, it's them expending energy. And it really does come across as arrogant, too to me mm-hmm. and like obviously I love all my I love you I love all my friends it just happens people closest in my life happen to be my mom is also very introverted mm-hmm. but it comes across as very arrogant to me because it's like ugh if I'm gonna say words they're gonna be earth shattering words no, like no. I'm not gonna bother to say any words because you're just not worthy of my words. No. That's how it comes across. That's how it comes across to extroverts. And, like, this is this was the whole point of that article. Yeah, right? like, are you it, introverted or just rude? Yeah. It's yeah. like, okay, that's that's an extrovert's, like, that's how extroverts perceive that statement. That, mm-hmm. like, oh, we think we're so intellectual and, and introspective <laughs> and deep. It's like, no. It's just exhausting sometimes. It's exhausting. I'm tired at the end of this podcast. I'm legit, legit. Once I hit that space bar, I'm like, wow, I just talked for an hour. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it's like, at the end of this podcast, it's like, all right, I just need to chill. Luckily, it's Thursday night, so there's a football game on. Yeah. I can just, you know, edit the podcast and watch the football game. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think this has been, like, a real struggle in our relationship. Just the struggle to even understand one another. Because, like, when we were dating... I'd want to be on the phone talking to you because yeah. we would talk every night yeah. on the phone. And, and there were moment. times, there were times when I would call and be like, Hey babe, and you're like, Oh, or I would text you be like, Hey, I'll call you in like 10 minutes if I was doing something. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, you know what? I'm kind of like just going to hang out and watch TV and then go to bed. And I would be like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
And then I would just be like, okay, why? And you're like, oh, I just need to be like alone for a bit. Like I just need to chill Chill. for a bit. And I'm like, but talking to me is chill. No. (laughs) No. Talking to me is like your wind down time. (laughs) Why are you shifting your eyes? It's your wind down time. (laughs) Okay, so for you to talk to me, your wife, which might I remind you you're stuck with for the rest of your waking life. You find that physically exhausted. Like, you are exhausted by me. This podcast exhausts you. No, what I'm saying... Because you're talking to me? Listen, regardless of whether or not... There's a lot of things that exhaust me. I have to go to work every morning, and I hate doing that. Mm -hmm. Right? I have to, you know, do chores and do laundry. And that's all exhausting and crappy, and it sucks. Yeah. Right? The point is... Like, whether you're introvert or extrovert, you can't be so rigid and it's like, well, this is the way I am, so screw everyone else. Okay. Right? Like, you have to, you have to give up of yourself or, like, extend yourself beyond what you think you are. Okay. Right? So you can't just be like, well, I'm an introvert, so no, I don't want to hang out with you. I just want to sit here. It's like, sometimes, if you want to maintain that relationship, if you value it enough, then you will make the time to, to hang out or whatever, right? And I think you'll agree that I have made the time to hang, hang out, out with to me. hang out with you over the but, last nine years. But see, but even the fact that you're saying that makes me feel like, oh, okay, so it's like such a struggle for you. See, but that's how you perceive it because you can't fathom a world in which... <laughs> in where which, like hanging out with me is not a joy to you. It's like a chore. No, that's not... In the same way that you just, you just described going to work and doing laundry... No, but see, <laughs> all right, you're making a false, like I made, I made the analogy, so I apologize. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is like, it's not that it's hanging out with you that it's a problem, right? Or mm-hmm. like, you're not the problem, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not the problem. This is just the way I am. Mm-hmm. I need time to like, the same way that you get energized and like, like when your dog gets, comes in the room and is like, yay, my dog's here. Yeah. Ah, ah. yeah. And like the way that, the same way the dog gets Gets suddenly gets hyper as soon as you walk through the door. Yeah, I'm not like that. <laughs> like so when, what entered? Like what makes you excited or be like, yay! I can't wait to do X. Sit on the couch, watch Netflix. Oh my god! Or like even I... go for a walk. Like I just like need to breathe. Wow. But doesn't that make you seem like a sloth? Like, in that you No, are... maybe... Well, whatever my choice activities are. Yeah, okay. Playing video games make me seem like a, you know, loser. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. I stand by it. Yeah. Uh, so whether you're reading a book, whether you're going for a walk, go for a bike ride, work out, whatever you do, mm-hmm. like, it's 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 just different. You're I don't think you'll ever understand it. Mm-hmm. And I'll never understand how you can just be so like, go, go, go. Yay. I mean, you know how you've lived with me now for a year. Yeah. And you've been with me for nine. Mm-hmm. So you know that I'm not always like, yeah, social butterfly. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, you're going for soccer? Wonderful. I'll have a place to myself. And yeah. I can watch Kardashians. See? So like, you, but, okay, in the same way that you feel that way. Yeah. But don't always feel that way. Mm-hmm. I feel that way more often than I feel the other way. But I also like going out and talking to people and spending time with friends. Okay. And, yeah, just having a good time and being around people. I enjoy that. Okay. Right? But I enjoy that in smaller doses than you enjoy that. And that's all the difference. 
No, but I also like, I'm excited to see people. The way you're framing it is that you're like, okay, I gotta mentally prepare. Sometimes, sometimes. There's people I'm genuinely excited to see and miss and stuff like that, right? Okay. Uh, Like, I was excited to see you today when you got back. I missed you. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? And, you know, after, like, four days or whatever of just sitting here on the couch. But now you're ready for me to go back to Kelowna. (laughs) No. No. And, like, you know, we're going to go on vacation in a couple weeks, and that's going to be awesome. Right? Sure about that? Yeah, I'm sure about that. We You're going to be stuck with me for two <laughs> weeks in a foreign country. No, that's okay. I, I've just learned how, I've learned how to manage my introvertness. Okay. Better than most extroverts have learned to manage their extroverts. Well, you have to manage your introvertness in response to my extrovertness. Yeah, so like... I don't have, it's not vice versa. Yeah, so for example, in the mornings, when if I wake up a little bit earlier than you, then I'll go for a walk. I'll go to Tim Hortons or whatever. Oh. And that's enough time for me. Like, I, I don't, Really? I don't need to like... Like, I don't... It's, it's... I don't need to spend the whole day alone or things like that because that gets boring too, right? Like, I'm not like so rigid one side or the other like mm-hmm. I, I like people and like you know every time I've stood at the door outside the door of a, outside of a party and been like oh, I really don't want to do this I, every single time I go inside mm-hmm. because by then it's too late I've, I've <laughs> yeah it's too late I, and you know I respect the fact that I've been invited to this thing and yeah. you know I've been invited and they're inviting me into to whatever so I'm there yeah right and it's not not like I'm hating it it's just like at that moment, I have to be like, oh, okay, right now, I don't want to do this. But, like, I do. I know that I, if I don't do it, I will feel worse about it later because I'll end up having, you more often than not, end up having a good time. Okay. So, as an introvert, then, like, educate me. How is it, in the context of, okay, not alone, mm-hmm. but how exactly are you able to interact with people and, A, enjoy it, mm-hmm. B, not feel drained by it, and like C, look, I don't have a point C. Even even if you enjoy something, okay. it can still exhaust you. I love playing soccer. I love being active and doing sports. Yeah. But at the end of every time I go swimming or every time I play soccer, golf, whatever, yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. Right. In much the same way, like I like talking to people. I like it up. So I'll go out. I'll talk to people. Have a good time. Mm-hmm. But then when I come home, it's just like, okay. About, like I'm, a, I'm just a little more mentally exhausted than I would be if I just stayed at home and just, you know. Whatever. Well, I mean that's natural. Yeah. That's obvious. Yeah. Okay. That's that's obvious. Fine. But like, I need to balance the two. So one for like for every hour, I don't know. I don't know if it's like a one to one ratio. <laughs> so like for every hour with two or more people, I have to spend. One or two hours alone, or something like oh that. My gosh. No, I don't. I don't know what the what the ratio is. I just know it's like at the end of the day, you know, if like you know, I've been out in social setting or whatever. I just want to come home and like I just need to like sit alone for a minute. Yeah. Right. I get it, and yeah, like I've heard that about other people. I've there's this one friend who he would literally park, like get home from work, pull into the driveway in his yeah. car, and just like turn off the car and just sit in his car for like, I mean, he's single. He didn't have to like go in and like be like, where have you been for an hour? So he was living on his own and he would just sit in his car for like an hour or sometimes more (laughs) and just think, I'm like, Oh, are you like listening to music, talking on the phone? He's like, no, just quiet car sit. I'm like, okay, weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) You psychopath. (laughs) 
<laughs> what are you plotting? <laughs> At least when, like, those kind of weirdos, the, like, quiet ones go off, it's usually just, like, one or two people they'll take out. When you guys go off, you guys are invading Poland. And yeah. taking out and firing up the gas chamber. No! Oh my goodness. That is outrageous. We were born on the same day. I know. We were same birthday for the person you are speaking of. But I don't know. I think it's going to be a lifetime of having this argument. Yeah. Because like I still... And my like I said, my mom is also introverted. And it used to frustrate the hell out of me. Like, growing up, because, like, we would go for an afternoon out or whatever. You know, she's with her kids. Yeah. And then, before, like, if we had plans in the evening, she'd be like, okay, no, I gotta go home first. You know, sit down, take a rest. <laughs> the quote words, take a rest. Yeah. We're like, forget it, we're not doing anything after. Because, like, that once would be she annoying would as a kid go, to have it's an so freaking annoying. Well, my dad was extremely extroverted. He was the one, like always had people over and my mom had to accommodate that oh, but then man. when my dad passed like so now my mom's over and what we have left right. like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so we always had to go home for her to take a rest and it was just like so frustrating and then like as a teenager and growing up into adulthood she didn't get me right she just thought i was all you know, you're just out there being crazy. Da, 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 da. It's like, no, I just don't want to stay home and quote, take a rest all the time. I don't need a rest. Like, so. yeah, because your energy comes from out there and being around other people. Mm-hmm. Her energy comes from taking being, a rest, being like just alone. But isn't it lonely? <laughs> no, it doesn't mean you're lonely. It doesn't mean you're weird or anything. It just means you're introverted. But like the fact that you're like, I want to be alone. Like, you like going to movies by yourself. Yeah. You like going to dinner by yourself. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, that is the idea of like such a sad, sad time for me. Yeah, like if I had like... to ever go to the movies by myself, I would be so sad. I'd be like, oh my God, what's my life come to? And like when I went to London three years ago by myself. Yeah. I went to dinner by myself at a restaurant, just out of sheer, like, because I didn't know anybody. Yeah. And I wanted to cry. It was so sad because I'm like, here I am next to, like, a mother and daughter having dinner. And over yonder is a family. And over on the other side is, like, a couple having dinner. And it's, like, 8 o'clock at night in London. And here I am by myself with my bottle of Coke. (laughs) Who cares? You're still in London. The city's just as beautiful. But it was lonely. The food would taste just as good. But So for you, that's like, mm, ideal. Would love it if no one was here. Like, And I I understand to an extent. Because, yeah, I actually kind of liked roaming the streets by myself. Mm -hmm. But, like, something about having dinner in a restaurant, like, was kind of like, okay, this feels really weird. Maybe I should have just gone to McDonald's or something where it's a Mm -hmm. little more acceptable to just quickly grab and go. Not, like, where there's, like, a waiter. And I just, like... I wanted to tell him, like, I, I'm just here. I don't know anybody. Like, I had to justify why I'm alone. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to do that. Yes, I do. Because no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not a psychopath. I'm just here in Canada. I don't know anybody. You see people all the time on, like, patios in, like, Toronto. Just, like, sitting, and I always sitting feel on a patio, reading a book, and having, like, a glass of see, wine. See, no, I didn't have a book. When you have a book, that's, like, your oh. way of being, like, this is acceptable. <laughs> I'm, quote, an introvert. Just to let everybody know. <laughs> An introvert would never like, say that. 
I'm posing as an introvert, so it's justified as to why I'm sitting alone. <laughs> Not because I have no friends. <laughs> See, that's when you can get caught for, like, quote, trying too hard, as you always say. Yeah. You'll get found out as an introvert. I don't know. I you'll, think marriage is You'll gonna... never penetrate the club. <laughs> okay. But, I don't know. I think it's going to be a struggle for many years between us two. I've learned to kind of adjust my, okay, and I'll say, like, do you need some alone time? Now? I know, but that's so condescending <laughs> no, when you say that. No, like, once we've been out for a whole morning or afternoon, I'll be like, oh, okay, sir, I guess you're going to need some alone. Let's schedule some alone no, time like, for, for the me, day. For me, the more exhausting thing is, like, large groups of people that I don't know. Yeah. Right? Um, if it's, like, you one-on-one, then, like, whatever. I, I, it's, not, it's not exhausting, right? Or if it's, like, another person that, like, I have a strong yeah. relationship with. It's yeah. Like, okay, yeah. Let's hang out, whatever. And I'll call people up and be like, hey, you want to hang out? You want to do this? And but, like, yeah. when it's just, like, a situation where it's, like, people that I kind of know, don't know very well, or mm-hmm. maybe just flat out don't like, <laughs> then that's going to be work. Yeah. No, and I feel that way, too, for the most part. But I do feel like when you're with me, I still need to, like, let you have your alone time. Yeah. On that note, I think we're due for a little alone time. Are you exhausted? <laughs> I'm a little exhausted. I'm exhausted, but that's also because I've been on a plane for like five hours. I know. And not because of this conversation, which I find very pleasant. It was pleasant. Either, unlike yourself, which is probably just no. dying on the See, inside. This is what, oh man, this could go on <laughs> all day. And I think this is a reoccurring theme that we'll have to pick up later again. Yep. But uh, for now, it's been swell, great, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, for both of us, <laughs> because the, all the other great thing about this format is that I don't have to hear back like the comments or like like if we were to do like a live show. Even then, it's different because it's kind of like you're performing. Which yeah, is, it's just not it's not the same as like ah, oh, I have to be on and talk to you people. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, like I said, I have a lot of friends and family that are introverted. <laughs> And I feel like with the introversion... Comes- so that makes you feel like you can just talk bad about <laughs> introverts? Because, oh yeah, my, my barber, my, my hairstylist is totally an introvert. It's okay. <laughs> no, I'm friends with an introvert, so I can say everything. <laughs> and it's just like, I would love to hear your thoughts about this. Have you guys ever butt heads with an extrovert-introvert issue, whether you're dating or friends or family members, mm. I find with the introversion comes a lot of dry sarcasm. That's great. I know. <laughs> Across the board, like my sister, my mom, you, my friends, all my introvert people mm. are always like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> or maybe I'm just perceiving it that way, like I said. But would love to kind of hear if you guys have comments. I'd love to read your comments. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so anyways, it's been great. So make sure you comment on Facebook, on our Facebook page, yes. uh, facebook.com slash about that life podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can listen to this on iTunes, leave us a review and on Google play, yeah, Google which is play. a thing. Yeah. And where else are we? Oh yes. Yeah, so you can stream us on will and Octavia.com and all you introverts. I know you're always just sitting by yourself on the internet. So y'all have time. It's great to avoid people on the subway just listen to our podcast <laughs> that's true put your headphones on and close your eyes yeah alright that was a good show yeah alright see you later guys see ya see ya later <laughs> bye bye